Welcome back to yet another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I am your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So last week, we were getting into uh, rebuilding your business after you've gone through any sort of you know serious catastrophe, calamity, those kinds of things. And at the end of the episode, we started talking a lot about the belief system of money, how money can expand and contract with, without the actual dollar amount, or I mean, I guess wherever you are listening, maybe you don't go by dollars, dollars. Maybe, maybe you have... Currency. Yeah, currency. <laughs> but... With, without the actual currency changing, the amount of money can can fluctuate. And, and when we talked about some, some belief systems that cause that, we, we gave the example of how if, you know, you loan me $100, then in your mind you think you've got $100, but I also feel like I've got $100 because, you know, I now have the money, but you have a, an IOU, and so it, 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 it kind of doubles. And... And, and we're overly simplifying the actual uh, economics of that because that's not right. what we're going into. We're not – this is not a course on economics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is helping you as a business understand what you can do to better engage your customers so that they have confidence to buy. Uh, you know, so there, there's a lot of selling strategy that goes behind the belief of money. Um, there's also some management principles that go into this belief because Absolutely. as a business, when do you, when do you invest and grow? When do you hold back? And history has shown us that oftentimes it's going against the grain that has created the biggest winners. You know, when everyone else is, is holding back and they're hiding under their rock, weathering out the storm and you're out there, you know, waving your flag, then that's that's when you know success happens, yeah. or that's when a tidal wave comes and completely knocks you flat, and and, and you <laughs> learn some really good lessons, some really really important lessons. So you know, let's uh, let's talk about the belief of money, and and how to use this as an entrepreneur to be more successful. Okay, yeah, this is this is a really big deep topic. I'm super excited for this conversation today. And there's going to be some philosophy in this. Yeah. There's going to be some opinion in this, but there's also going to be a lot of psychology in this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because the concept of it's, money is just a construct, right? Mm -hmm. there, it doesn't have its own uh, mentality. It doesn't think for itself. It's very much manipulated by how we perceive it. Yeah, right? it's, it's worth the value we give to it. Exactly. And so it's this kind of this, almost this daunting task, I think, for a lot of people to think about because it's pretty ethereal, pretty, it's a, it's a mental, it's, it's a mental exercise mm -hmm. to go through the thought process of thinking, okay, how does my belief uh, of this hundred dollar bill affect and, and again, I don't want to get too much into economics, but how does my belief of this $100 bill that I'm holding affect uh, the economy and, and my direct uh, influence on different businesses or people or, you know, financial transactions kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, this, I, I, whenever I talk about these kinds of uh, 
or whenever I have these kinds of conversations with people, I always come back to uh, the richest man in Babylon. That's like my foundational I, book I, on money. I, I, I love that book. <laughs> And uh, for anyone who hasn't read that book, oh it, technically gosh. it's a personal finance book. Yeah. It's it's not designed as a business book. Right. But there are so many business oh principles. Gosh. And they're simple. Super simple. Like you, right. you can read the book in what? Uh, you know, a couple hours. An afternoon. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not a big book. Oh, I love that book, guys. Highly, highly recommended. Anyway, now that we're done <laughs> touting um, Mr. Clayson is already dead, so he's gotten plenty of accolades. We don't need to worry about the fact that, you know, we just promoted his book. Yeah, right. His family thanks us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, so he he presents this parable, and in the parable he talks about uh, how how kind of how money grows, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And again, this is super simple, so let's not point out all the flaws in this <laughs> but uh if you if you buy a piece of land then it's worth what that land is worth right yeah. what you paid for it but then if you build a house on top of that land then for some reason we all believe that that land is now worth more money yeah or if if you've if you've and so so that's the parable but to continue that if you've built on that land and then there comes a big corporation, a, a super shopping center, and I can't. I, I don't know if super <laughs> super shopping centers actually still pop up anymore. Like that. Okay, so some something else that comes in and adds value to your land, right? Dude, like so, so, for some so, reason. So, so the thought that I just had, and I'm totally derailing you. Go ahead. Have you ever gone into an Apple store? Yes. They have nothing. It's, it's tables. Yeah. And that place is packed. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes no sense. So, so you know, an Apple store just, just built up next to you, and they have nothing but tables, but yeah. all of a sudden your land is worth significantly yeah. more. Yeah, it triples because there's this Apple store there. And so it's that perceived value, right, that that comes with. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they have an Apple store there. Or, you know, there's this urban i don't even know what they call them like the uh, I can't that's because the word. this is a thing of the past <laughs> like sure, stores sure. don't no, show no, up no, anymore no, 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 no. i'm talking about like a like a te- pedestrian zone right oh this is really popular in europe where people live above these shops and everything and okay. they just did it here in utah not too long ago with the city creek center kind of a deal right like it's right this, Outdoor open space slash shopping slash very people live there communal yeah and people walk everywhere because everything is right there close um, it's more of that like village mindset yeah you know yeah what I mean? yeah yeah it is it is very of, European anyway so I have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. <laughs> Glad to have you. It got so ethereal, we (laughs) lost ourselves. We're talking about how money grows in mysterious ways. And as soon as you put in some some designated purpose around your pedestrian zone or your shopping center or whatever the case may be, now all of a sudden the value has just, you know. So some big money investors come in and they decide that the land next to yours is super valuable. Well, all of a sudden that makes your 
property, super valuable. Mm -hmm. So super interesting that uh, just the perception of its worth growing affects it and makes it grow. And and so here's something that I want to point out because we're talking about land and most of the entrepreneurs listening are like, well, I'm maybe they invest in real estate, maybe they don't. Sure. But the same concept holds true to your business. And this is where I want to kind of put the first point and that is, you know, in real estate, if someone invests in your property or invests next to your property, your property value goes up, right? In business, if someone invests in your business, then your business value goes up. Well, think of who who is your biggest investor, and immediately people are going to oh, you know, the bank or the uh, you know the equity investors, the angel investors, angel investors, yeah. But your biggest investor is your customers, your customers, because those are the people who are putting faith in your company. And the crazy thing is is when a customer buys from you it's the same concept as when a you know when when a developer develops next to you the neighborhood yep. increases the whole business increases when when you have quality customers it attracts other quality customers yeah and this happens with it it doesn't only happen with products but it, it happens with services as well this is very universal a very universal concept in, in terms of business, right? Uh, I'm going to run with the products for a second because that's a little more tangible. And I sure, think, yeah. You know, so if you have a big... Uh, since, since your last example was so... Super e on point. That very Everyone's clear. still trying to recover from that. I know. I hope people just like skipped that, <laughs> <laughs> that segment. <laughs> um, if you didn't, Go back, skip it just to make yourself feel better. It'll make me feel better. But no, so if you have this big brand name uh, company, right? Okay. I'm going to go with tools. So you have a big brand name tool manufacturer. You are going to pay more for their tools just because of their brand name. And, sure. And so why, like, this comes back to that same concept of why are we paying more just for, for that specific brand? It's the same tool. It's the same does the same job, mm -hmm. right? Lasts the same amount of time, but yet there's that perceived value because of the name brand that they've built around it, right? Yeah. And so in the same sense that, you know, a developer could come in and develop the land next year and it increases your value. You know, if you are having your customers essentially voting for your products with their money, right? Mm-hmm that you start to build that brand. And as that brand grows, as you do things in your business strategically and effectively and efficiently to grow your business, just by virtue of growing your business, your products, your services become more valuable. They become more desirable. Yeah, yeah. And which, which goes back to that concept of money grows in mysterious ways. Absolutely. And it's nutty. I mean- you you tried to, or you, you yeah. If you were getting into the McDonald's franchise back in the nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, yeah, as we kind of talked about in the last episode, right? That's not that big of a deal. But if you try to get into it now, you're investing millions of your own dollars. You're investing weeks and months of your own time mm -hmm. dedicating to going to McDonald's school, and and they still essentially sell hamburgers. Yeah. 
Like it's, the the menu has it's altered a little bit, but yeah. not much. Yeah. You know, they they've added it's that, a broader salad mix. But it's that perceived I'm not going to say it's the perceived value of the food cuz it's not. But it's the perceived value of the business, right? right? Franchising with them is so is perceived as being so valuable. And so they can, you know, stipulate all of those things. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, how do you use this tool? Because it is a tool. Yep. Understanding this is a tool. And this is what I want to go with. So uh, you got to cite uh, one of your favorite books that was written almost a hundred years ago. <laughs> I, I'm going to cite one of my favorite books that was written almost 90 years ago. Uh, and that is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Now that is a great book. It is a fabulous book. There are a couple uh, flaws, but honestly, how many books do you know that have been a, you know, a top selling book for almost a century? Yeah. So there's obviously some quality content in this and you know, he, he starts off the book by saying thoughts are things. And it's this whole idea that if I can think it, if I can see it in my mind, I can create it. And this is one of those distinctions of mankind that is so unique from the rest of the animal kingdom is our ability to envision our reality and then realize that reality. Yeah. You know, so mankind is constantly progressed, but every progression that has ever come started as an idea before it was realized into practice. Yeah. So if you can't envision your company today as being successful, it's not. If, if you don't show up to the office or to your storefront or, you know, hop on your computer, and if you don't think that you're running a million-dollar company, you aren't. Right. You know, it, it's, it's where do you see this today? Do you believe in your own financial success? Yeah, it's the power of intention Yeah, in a lot of ways. Uh, and that is so, so powerful, right? Taking the time. I mean, because on the one hand, I'm not going to lie. On the one hand, it's like, oh, the power of intention. You say what you want and you get it. Sure, whatever. There were so many flashes that went through my mind of some of those cheesy movies or videos that I sat there. I'm just like, ugh. There's, I won't, I won't, I'm going to, I won't specifically call out this thing, this it's good because I'm source of media that I I've tried to refrain I know, from I'm, it as oh, well. Man. So I, I and hopefully, hopefully somebody gets a kick out of this. They know exactly what I'm talking about because it's funny. But so I'm watching this and it is in reference to the power of attention. And there was uh, an quote unquote expert. I can't remember if it was like a, <laughs> a somebody with a PhD or I, I think it was, but they. And this is like produced in like 2008, right? <laughs> this blows my mind. This expert says something to the effect of, we don't know how electricity works, but we know it can cook a man's food and it can also cook the man. And it's like, ah, I think we do know a little bit better than that how electricity works. So 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So there's that like crazy weird side of the power of attention. But and, but the shame is this, that these are true and correct principles when they're not used in such a just, insane way. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, let me swing to the other end of the spectrum here. Okay. Okay. The sensible part of this, um, you know, if you aren't sitting down and strategically thinking through the next year or five years of your small business, you know, again, this is the same kind of a concept, the power of intention. Where do you want this to go? Mm -hmm. Can you visualize that? Can you see that happening? Do you have a clear path toward that? You know, I mean, the power of intention isn't this hocus pocus bull crap that you just, oh, I'm going to throw this out to the universe and it's going to come true. It's <laughs> yeah. not that garbage. It's power of intention, right? Like you do specific things toward that. They're very specific based on thoughts and this clear picture that you have in your mind the strategy that you've laid out and you move toward that, you do things toward that. That to me is the real intent behind the power of intention. So, right? so I was working with this company and the CEO, she was uh, this type of just jump in, start swimming. We'll figure out everything later. Yeah. And as she was working with, so she, she had two managers that uh, were were you know on on her management team, and they were both kind of these real grounded in the fundamentals. You know, this is what the numbers say, and she didn't care, and she kept throwing it out there and just throwing it out there. And the crazy thing was, she was successful. Like you know, she would make things happen. Now, I don't agree with completely ignoring you know, data-driven decisions. In fact, I'm a huge advocate for data-driven decisions. Absolutely. But it's that vision that I admire. It's it's the ability to say, I can see it. So therefore, you know, I can see it in my mind. Therefore, it's real. Therefore, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of power in that. And so, you know, when, when I when I think about businesses, and I could give tons of examples of businesses that, that swing both ways, people who are just totally out there trying to make it happen, and then people who are, you know, just such such a curmudgeon that, <laughs> yeah, you know. Way to be delicate. <laughs> well, like, honestly, it, if it's not raining, they they make it rain with how negative they are, and, yeah. and you know, and so so there there's a lot of danger in thinking that the sky is falling because you know self fulfilling prophecies. You know, you yeah. you will create your own reality, good or bad. Yeah, it's and and that I mean that's a that's a true and correct principle, not just in terms of you know, small business or finance or, or whatever, but human psychology, mm -hmm. right? That's, it, it really is such a powerful, I mean, there's, there's still a whole centuries old debate of nature versus nurture, yeah, right? Yeah. Can you, and, and I had this professor in college that was like, um, he would always start his classes with, why do we do the things we do, right? And it's like a joke to everybody, but it's so 
uh, it's so true. And so he would always use the cognitive behavioral side of psychology, which basically purports that you can mold anybody into anything by working with their behaviors, by changing and modifying their behaviors, Mm -hmm. right? You could turn a Labrador into a great bird dog, or it can just be the family pet. Right. It has no idea what a bird is, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it's uh, all about the purpose behind it. Yeah. The intent. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when we're talking about this belief of money, what is your belief? Do, do you have a strong positive belief or do you have a negative belief? Do you know? That's a powerful question. Your, your, your vision, is it compelling or is it more of an academic exercise? Yeah. And, and this goes back to, so I've seen a lot of mission statements. <laughs> and, and they'll yeah, be we all have <laughs> even we, within the same company they come and go boom 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 we will be the most dynamic and innovative company to serve our customers needs with professional prompt courteous service leading the industry with virtue <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> show me right now stand up do it <laughs> <laughs> and and that's that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not right. talking about <laughs> I love mission <laughs> statements. They're so good. You know, uh, but but I'm asking when you go to work, why are you doing it? Are are you doing it because you're passionate about making a difference? Are you doing it because you can see the the future and the future is bright and you want to craft that future the way that you want to see it or are you going to you know did did, did you just create a self-employed as uh, one of my friends like to say a job yeah job right you know because honestly the there's there's the only difference between entrepreneurship and having a job is your outlook on it. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, no, you're self-employed. You and <laughs> yeah, like you just, that, 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 that's right. That's, that's your version of a job. And you're not, you're not drafting your own future. You're allowing situations to mold you. Yeah. And, and so, you know, what's your outlook? What, what, what's your vision? Where, where are your beliefs? And that's a, that's a big factor of success. Yeah, and I, I think that these will be, as you reflect on what your, uh, what your belief systems kind of center around and, and, and whatnot, as you kind of reflect on these things, uh, a great way to approach this, and I, I know we're running out of time, but before we wrap up, I think, I think a great way to approach this is to look at some of the, like look back on your life, look at some of the consistent things that have happened surrounding. Like if you're looking at your belief system with money, take a look at experiences that you've had with money. What, How did you get there? Yeah. What have your feelings been in that scenario? Yeah. How, what was the outcome how did you get to that? Like you said, how did you come and, to that and, circumstance and it's not, in the first place? It's not how did you physically get there. It's right. how did you mentally and emotionally get there? Exactly. 
and you'll you will start to see some common themes right and it you know this is a lot like meditation in the way that you're just observing mm-hmm. initially and you know you observe and you gather the information that you you want and and then you analyze that you realize that and you say wow my outlook on money is pretty negative, right? Like I've had a bunch of negative experiences and and it seems as if I kind of direct myself into those scenarios or to those outcomes. And, but you can also still make that choice to change those experiences and, and reflect and ponder on better ways to have experiences with money and, and better outcomes to have with money. So I would just say, you know, as we wrap up here, Really take a good, hard, honest look at yourself. Be open and vulnerable to looking into some of those things and really effectively, honestly put forth some power of attention, some planning and strategy and and meditation. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Meditation is a smart practice to grow your business. Right. And make this a positive thing for yourself. Take a look at where exactly you want to be, you know, same fundamentals that propelled you into being an entrepreneur, use those same fundamentals to propel you into successful and positive experiences with money and in small business. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining us. I've loved this conversation. I love the kind of (laughs) getting out there a little bit. Yeah. And getting into your head and the psychological side of things. It's really my jam. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. And we look forward to having more conversations like this. And if you've enjoyed this as much as we have, please jump onto our Twitter and leave a comment. We can be found at MMM small biz. That's B I Z M M M S M A L L B I Z. Leave us a comment, questions, anything, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We'll catch you next time. Take care.